Welcome to Review That Review, the podcast dedicated to reviewing reviews. We're just like Siskel and Ebert, only instead of reviewing cinematic masterpieces, we rate and review those hilarious, scathing, and sometimes suspicious online reviews. That's Chelsea Dawn. And that's Trey Gerald. And together we are the Review Queens. <laughs> Your trusty review queens. <laughs> and if you want to support the show while getting bonus and exclusive content, including our special members only after show podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review. Chelsea, happy 420. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> happy 420, queens. I do think that there's something with Jesus and 420. What do you mean? I think it's his birthday or something. I gotta look this up. Wait, what? <laughs> like Jesus Christ? Yeah, I mean, says the Jew. But yes, there's like something. Oh God, don't come at me, Jesus lovers. I I respect everybody. I don't know. Happy 420. <laughs> I'm not really a uh, marijuana partake person. I have just for the novelty of it. When I was in last time, when I was in Los Angeles, I did mm-hmm. go to a dispensary just because it's legal. And so I was like, well, it's not going to be legal when I get back. It is today. This was years ago. But I went and it was really funny because I felt like I was in a haze because every employee at the MedMen was so high that I felt (laughs) high because they all were so weird. It's like, hey, man. And I was like, hi, um, I don't smoke, but like, I want to try this. So like, what should I do? And they're like yeah, man, like, calm down, you know? And I'm like, I'm nervous. (laughs) Oh my God, that's so funny. Well, somebody said 420, happy birthday, Jesus. I don't know where that came from, but I'm going to go with it. No, well, Jesus's birthday is Yeah, I don't know if that's true. (laughs) The lunar calendar, you know what I mean? There's so many calendars happening. Anyway, yeah, 420 is fun. Maybe I'll tell some stories in Patreon. Great. Yeah, why not? My week's going well. My day's going well. I like had a little bit of a kerfuffle in a parking lot that is going to like lodge right into my complaint. Go for it. What happened? Lodge a complaint. Actually, I shouldn't call it a kerfuffle because that makes it seem like I damaged something, which I didn't. So, you know, when you're in a parking lot, especially for a shopping center, you know, there's lots of people coming and going and... Los Angeles has lots of one-way parking situations, but not only are they one-way and like not very clear that they're one-way, but the parking spaces are like aligned in such a way that if you do enter in the wrong direction, it is nearly impossible to get into the parking space. So it's like I, I was running late to an appointment, admittedly, 
And I was pulling into the slot. I did not think that I was doing anything wrong. And then I realized I'm not going to be able to get into this spot because I'm going from the wrong direction. But like there were people surrounding me on all sides. And Mm. so I just had to, I felt like Austin Powers, you know, in that scene where he's like making that turn. Like I had to just like keep doing that. And I, I just, I kept turning to everyone around me and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But like, is it necessary to do that with these slanted parking spaces? I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand the unless it's like a very small lot and like they're doing that for flow of traffic. I don't know what the I guess, but like it kind of makes it worse because it was sort of a small-ish lot. But like there was a car that was pulling out that was driving towards me. So I couldn't turn towards them. So I naturally, of course, got out of their way and was like, oh, that's fine. I'll just take a left up here. But then when I went to take my turn, I was going the wrong way. So maybe that car really started the whole kerfuffle. But the point is, if we can't rely on one another and we're not going to market in such a way that is very obvious, why are we even doing this? I have been in that situation before. I do know what you mean. It's like, you can't get your car into it because it's the wrong way. Yeah. You just made me think of a really good complaint. Oh, good. I, I'm write not going to do it. I, yeah, I'm going to write it down. I hear you. That is a great complaint. I'm sorry that that happened to you. And I'm in agreement that we should just blame that person that was in front of you. Yes. It wasn't my fault. Well, now that I've gotten that off my chest in real time, I've lodged my complaint. I'd like to know what are you going to complain about today? All right. So this one. Beep! This is a test of the emergency broadcasting system. (gasps) Oh my God, yes. I'm sorry that that beep was so loud. My (laughs) blood boils when that little monthly test goes off on my cable television. It's very upsetting. It is 2022. What is this test for? Like, okay, maybe in the world today, like nuclear bombing is like, it's real again. But what my frustration is, I have no way to answer the test. Whoever is sending the test out doesn't know if someone is filling in that Scantron bubble. Because I'm not calling in to say, yes, you're interrupting Mari Povich. (laughs) It makes me crazy. Also, today in 2022, everyone has smartphones. Nobody's even... Right. Nobody's relying on the cable television. Like, do you remember when Trump was in office and, like, there was some random day where it was, like, we got that little alert on the iPhones that was, like... I was at Office Depot. Everybody in there was in a total panic. Also, like... I turned it off a long time ago because I guess I hate children, but oh, there's Amber? also a feature on, yes, on iPhones where it's like an Amber Alert will go to your phone. So I feel like that is so much more effective yeah. than these emergency broadcasting systems, which I didn't know. I've never heard it on the radio, but in researching this complaint, it goes to any sort of broadcast. So, but I've never heard it on a radio. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard it on a radio either. I mean, it is a little terrifying. It's kind of like, you know, the fire drill in when you're a kid, it's like you hope they're, the school's never on fire, but you still have to like practice what you would do so that you don't all burn to death. Well, FEMA.gov says that the emergency alert system is a national public warning system that requires radio and TV broadcasters, cable TV, wireless cable systems, satellite and wireline operators to provide the president with capability to address the American people. So I guess it would be like breaking in. It would be like standby president is coming. But my that's my question. Like I'm not against having 
the alert, like, so that right. the president can get to us. I think it's a little outdated. I understand not everyone has a smartphone, but I sure. feel like more people have smartphones than they have cable today. I don't know the stats on that. I mean, I feel like young children, like kids in college aren't buying cable, but they no. have an iPhone. But maybe this is for the old people. Sorry, old people. My complaint is like, how are you verifying that it's going through to my television? Like, why am I being subjected to the test without being able to alert you of the result? There's got to be some way that they know. Otherwise, I agree. It would be completely useless. A test for whom? I'm really sorry for how loud that was. <laughs> like, it really hurt you. I saw. I it apologize. did. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you ripped it, your headphone off. I just had to take the headphones <laughs> off for a second. But I was it, so committed to the bit. I didn't so I acknowledge recover. it. It's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I hear you. It is really <laughs> jarring. You shook your head too. You went, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I'm sorry. No, it's oh. fine. I hate it too. I leave the Amber Alerts on. Why? Because I want to be a good Samaritan, I guess. I don't know. Like, God forbid I should be the one that, like, you know, sees it. And then I want to know that I would be the first to call in. Of course I would. Did you ever get lost in a department store as a kid and have to, like, go for them to call your name over the loudspeaker? Absolutely. (laughs) I had a feeling. (laughs) Are you kidding? My mom claims one time we were at a grocery store and she says, now I don't, this doesn't really make sense to me. She says that I ran away from her and then I ran to the person like hysterically crying saying I couldn't find her and they called her over the loudspeaker and she was like, why did you run away from me? You know, like I, I don't know why I would have done that. Have you ever gone up to somebody thinking that they were your mother or father? Wait, I was literally, literally, as you were asking that, I was thinking I need to make a note for the after show to talk about. I have, it's probably one of the most mortifying I can when I think about it I'm I'm my skin is flushing and my eyes are tearing it was the most mortifying <laughs> <laughs> and I was probably like in elementary school oh my I, God. I'll tell the story on the ad show okay oh but yes I and I grabbed their hand <laughs> oh no I was walking on the family. I was walking on the boardwalk um I was on a boardwalk were you, are you really? kidding me that's weird what the fuck that's weird Okay, I'll tell mine in after show too. Wait, that's so weird, Chelsea. <laughs> too many distractions. There's like the ocean. There's that's what's probably what it is, and the fishing yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. There's just like stuff around. Oh my god, that's hilarious. All right. Oh, anyway, wow. that was a lot. Wow, I'm like, <laughs> I I feel like my skin is vibrating a lot of higher frequency now. Okay, All right. great. <clears throat> well, Chelsea, do you want to get into some online reviews with this energy? I absolutely beeping do, you know? (laughs) (laughs) All right. As you all know, we are your trusty review queens. We each bring in a review from the internet that we feel needs to be inspected. (laughs) What? I just keep getting a visual of you taking the headphones off, and I like it's oh. funny, but I also feel really guilty. Like, <laughs> all right, let it, it go. Was so loud. Okay, let it go, Thanks. Elsa. Okay. Thank you. Okay, you're okay. welcome. All right, yeah. So as Chelsea was saying, we will read you the review, break it down, and rate the. <laughs> keep thinking about it. <laughs> we will okay. We will read you the review, break it down, and rate the impact of the review on a scale from zero to five crowns. It's a very regal process that we call... Assess that kvetch. And Chelsea girl, you are first on today's episode. Take it away, queen. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yay! 
<laughs> review that review. I think it's like apropos that we have extra giggles today, consi- <laughs> considering it's 420. Right. So good we're point. extra giggly, which is nothing new for us. All right. <laughs> so this review is written by Vin T. Like the size at Starbucks? Oh, yeah. Good point. Vin T. Vin T. So this review is written by Vinti. It is a two-star review on Yelp for the Temecula Valley Balloon and Wine Festival. (laughs) All right, here we go. The Temecula Valley Balloon and Wine Festival is held every year during the first weekend of June. The Romans like to say, In vino veritas, which translates to, In wine, there is truth. Whereas Bo and Duke like to say, Yeehaw! Let's go get us a burrito! What? So, what happens at some random desert spot when you gather a bevy of hot balloons, airships, 80s rockers, Daisy Dukes, wine snobs, and these beer cocktails called burritos? Well, like the porta potty drains tanks, you end up with something that doesn't mix really well. That's not to say you can't find some good here. The balloon glow when the airships ignite their burners in unison while aloft is striking and sensational. A handful of great wineries represented and lost in the sea of corn dogs, funnel cakes, and fried in hot fat mysteries were some real food items. But I would invest your $50 per ticket with the real balloon festival in Albuquerque, or perhaps the San Diego Bay Wine and Food Festival in November. As the Romans say, ex nili. Oh, geez. <laughs> Ex nilo nil fit, which means nothing comes from nothing. Pro tip, it's important to spell check your tattoo. About me, Latin scholar, yes. Daisy Duke fan, yes. Dukes of Hazard fan, not so much. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that Ven at the end explained why they reference what the Romans would say so many times. Yes. Wait, what's the difference between Dukes of Hazard and Daisy Duke? I thought Daisy Duke was a character on the Dukes of Hazard. I always thought of Daisy Dukes as like like the shorts, shorts, right? Like the actual clothing. And then Dukes of Hazard, isn't that a movie? I believe it was a TV show in like the 70s. Okay. And then, yes, it became a film. But they're like the hot girl in that. Like yeah. Jessica Simpson in the movie exactly. played Daisy, dude. Yeah, that's who I think of. I think of Jessica Simpson in the short shorts. Which, for some reason, always makes me think of that Paris Hilton Hardy's commercial where she's like washing the car and then like shoves the burger in her mouth. Oh, yeah. Awkward. I don't know why. Wait, mm-hmm. what's the third thing he signs off with? It says Dukes of Hazard fanboy, not so much. I guess I'm just, why does he keep talking about, I don't get it. Oh, is he saying that, that there's a lot of rednecks here or something? 
I think that is what he's saying because he also brings up the whole like it's important to spell check your tattoo. I think that the point that Vinti is getting at is like the Temecula, as far as I've always known it, has been these beautiful vineyards and a little bit more classy. And I guess this moment, whatever this festival is, is very like, yeehaw, you know, or like a weird mix of things at once. Like we have these beautiful vineyards, you know, all around and this striking glow of the airships and the balloons. And that's like a striking scene to be had. And then I think where Vinti is, where we're losing Vinti is the funnel cake, you know, corn dog, hot fat mysteries and misspelled tattoos of it all. I mean, it is interesting when you think about it because it is sort of mixing high and low. Right. Like I do think of like a carnival. Where does a burrita fit into a wine festival? Like the porta potty analogy. Yeah. I guess, you know, it is funny to me to consider like rednecks the lowest point of society and then the romans as the highest i guess form? i mean they literally yeah, like killed each other for entertainment i mean it sounds to me like ven takes latin scholarliness a little to his head i, I think suppose. so but but i do i would say it is unique information because when you said the title the temecula valley balloon and wine festival that sounds like so lovely yeah but now hearing this review i am getting like this is a very odd mixing of things that don't necessarily belong together. Totally. Which is interesting. Yeah, I think it's valuable in the sense of the name of the event itself really does paint a certain picture. And this really paints a different picture. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not above a funnel cake moment. Of course. I love, like, I'm, I'm not above the class of it all. But I do think it's interesting in a mix with the wine. Like most of the time, if you think of a wine festival, you think it's going to be very like she-she with cheese and crackers, right? Mm-hmm. I just picture like a bunch of those things from Starbucks that are like the cheese, the grapes, the whatever. That's what I'm going to be getting. I definitely think of a charcuterie board. Right. But I also don't, I don't think of wine as an afternoon beverage. I think of it as like a chic dinner party. I would never want a red wine at like noon on the first weekend of June looking up at balloons. I'm not a red wine and, and at all. I'm a, I'm a white, well, I'm a Sauvignon Blanc specific kind of girl. And I feel like yes. you can definitely have a nice crisp white wine with lunch. I think of sangria if it's going to be or like sangria, sure. lunchtime. Yeah, but I don't, the time of day doesn't particularly bother me. I guess you are in wine country, yeah. so like you are going to be partaking in wine at all. Yeah, times we do of the like day. wine tours during the day in Temecula and stuff like that. Right. Okay, I forgot to mention that Vinti is an elite reviewer, which <sighs> again I think sort of brings that whole pompousness to light. What do we think of the attitude here? What do we think of the shade? Well, I have a question. Does it? We don't know where Ven is from. Yeah, Ven's from Carlsbad, which is near San Diego. Know it well. Yeah. So. I guess to me, as someone who born and raised in the South, Mm -hmm. chose to leave the South, I don't like people making fun of the South if they're not Southern. Agree. I don't think that's fair. Yes. I think it's a little out of touch. Yeah, I agree. So there there is a sense of like, screw you. Yeah. Yeah, Southern people are can be tacky and sure there's like a stereotype about Southern people and you know, but like 
why are you like and also some of us love it and i sort of wish that there was a little room for that like we've heard other reviews before where they're like not my cup of tea but if it's yours correct go for it whereas this very good point whereas this is feeling judgy in a way that's like very judgmental skip the whole thing go to go to the san diego bay wine and food festival in november because that's where people you know are going to be more classy or whatever it is that we're trying to get at I'm glad you brought that up because I literally thought like, why are you suggesting something that's in an entirely different season? Right. This is like a summer, early summer festival here in Temecula. And like, can we like, give... why are you suggesting something in fall? Can we give Temecula or, like their moment? Yeah, it, it does seem to me like Ven has a very specific, pompous point of view about what an elegant wine festival should be and came to this one being very surprised. Right. But to me, mixing the conceit of like a fair or a daytime festival with like fried stuff, it makes me think that this is like a family-friendly offering right. for Temecula. Yes. Like you can bring your kids, they can do all the little silly like fried Oreo stuff. Correct. And you can have wine. Like the mixing it feels disjointed, but it also feels purposeful. I agree. Also, like, I do think that the family element matches my memory of Temecula. The beerita thing is odd. Yeah. Because beer and margaritas have nothing to do with wine. But have you ever had one of those? Have you ever had a beer? Like, there was a, there's a place in Manhattan called Blockheads, and they put an upside-down Corona inside of a frozen margarita. I mean, I'm not a big beer person in general. I do like a margarita. So I would just have my margarita as the marg minus the beer. Okay, so tell me about the spelling situation because it seems like, or the grammar. Yeah, I mean, I think spelling and grammar checks out. There were a few sentences that were a little bit hard for me to read. And the anxiety of seeing Latin. Yeah, and the anxiety of seeing Latin. (laughs) I I think if I were just reading this review not allowed on a podcast, I would probably just skip that. Like, I don't even think I would. Like, when I first saw saw the review, I was like, oh, there's going to be Latin here that I'm going to have to say on the show. But I just thought, I mean, you can't really get any more pompous than Roman Latin, can you? Okay, well, here, let's get to the actual nuts and bolts. What's the point of this review? Do you think that this is a common experience of people going to this festival? Or do you think that Ven is sort of in a fluke minority here? (sighs) I think it's a a little bit hard because I'm, you know, by the way that they're describing it and they set up right away, there definitely does seem to be two festivals happening at the same time. So I think you can expect that. But your response to that very well may not be the response that Vin T is having. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I I do kind of feel like... I I think that this really got under Vin's skin. Yeah. Unless maybe they're just an elite and they wanted to be able to leave a review. Right. But like, it does seem like if you're going to a daytime festival of like hot air balloons and wine, like, I mean, we live in a country of lots of different kinds of people. Sure. Like if you're not used to dealing or being surrounded by people of that are different than you, right. then you probably are like an obnoxious human. Like if you can't, you know, like hobnob with people that aren't right. exactly like you, if you then can't maybe hang you're the with problem. the commoners, then yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe you're the, the odd man out. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I can like put this in like a colander and sort of shift out yes. what's actually necessary yeah, was, here. Yes. That's a great way of putting it. Because like we find out that it's $50 a ticket. So that's information. 
And it is interesting to know, like you're gonna like you're gonna be mixing high class with low class, so have that expectation. And I do think the whole redneck stuff is is an attempt at humor, yes, more than like you know anything really serious. But I think I I think I could crown Venti. It makes me want a Venti coffee. I know. But. I think I can crown them too. I just have one question: What do we yeah. think that like the final shade before the obviously pro tip that it's important to spell check your tattoo? ex nilo neil feet which means nothing comes from nothing what do you think that that means i mean before we got to the end when they say they're a scholar yeah. it felt to me like the two most generic latin phrases right. that people get as as tattoos <laughs> right. or like put on their like captions of their like thirst trap on instagram yeah i don't know I don't. I don't know. Okay. I have no idea what. Because I don't think that that is a concluding statement. Really adds up to anything. Because I think it's like no. Nothing comes from nothing. Doesn't really make sense. Like it's like everything adds up to nothing. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, too much time is spent on Vinti. Let's crown him. All right, here we go. So Chelsea and I each have our own set of zero to five crown cards in an effort to be fair and not influence one another we will simultaneously reveal our rating the queens are tabulating total score all right trey is holding up two crowns i'm holding up two and a half crowns trey let us know why two crowns for vinti I think after shifting my little colander, I'm realizing <laughs> there's base level information sure. here. I was really distracted. I had to do a lot of self work on myself mm. to get through the weeds yeah. of like the bad humor about Southern people or not even Southern people, but like the Dukes of Hazard type people. Sure. And I don't know. I just think like it's a festival. Get over yourself. Like, why are you being so pompous about a festival? The King's Festival. Yeah. Um, so for that reason, I gave it to because I don't whatever. It's just get a glass of wine. Okay. And enjoy the hot air balloons. <laughs> Chelsea, why did you say two and a half crowns? I was really torn between two and two and a half. I agree with everything that you're saying. I think that there was like way too much judgment here. That really was a turnoff for me. But like you said, it was actually your colander point that really pushed me up that extra half crown because I do know it's going to be $50 a ticket. I do know that I definitely am getting a sense of the vibe that I can anticipate. It's two crowns, not one. So I think they're, they are leaving a little bit of room uh, for their interpretation to be not the mass interpretation. So that was why I went with two and a half crowns for Vin T. All right. Good job. Let's go to Temecula. Yes, let's do it. Please. I'd love to go. All right. Well, let's take a quick little break before we head to Temecula in real life. (laughs) And when we come back, we can get into my review. Oh, my God. Let's do it. I can't wait. BRB. Hold your crown. We'll be right back. One in three women will be assaulted in their lifetime, and Birdie is actively creating a world where women's safety is a given. Birdie has upped the concept behind Keychain Mace, which involves proximity with your danger source, and has created Keychain Alarm Sirens. When activated, Birdie both strobes with light and admits 
a 130 decibel siren comparable to a jet engine flying 100 feet above you. Birdie is compact, super cute with bold colors, and with every alarm purchased, Birdie gives a percentage of profits to partner organizations that passionately support women's safety, shelter, and health. Birdie is sold exclusively at cheesebirdie.com. And when you use our coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at checkout, you will save 20% off the purchase price. The coupon code REVIEWQUEEN at cheesebirdie.com. It's one star zinger time. Chelsea, let's strap ourselves in. Take a quick spin on the merry-go-round. I don't feel like an icon. Most of the days I feel like I can't. That's with an A. All right. Trey and I have each picked a rotten, scathing, pithy one star zinger. And with 30 seconds on the clock, we'll each try to recite our zinger in as many genres as possible. Just like Queen Meryl, who does it all. Before the clock runs out. All right, Trey, where is your one star zinger from today? This week, I have a one star review from Amazon.com written by good old Amazon customer. Mm. She's back. For the DVD of the 1965 live television production of Cinderella, starring Leslie Ann Warren. And Anna's. Is this the brandy one? Wait, what? What year is this? 1965. (laughs) I missed that. And I also said starring Leslie Ann Warren. Yes. Okay. See, I feel like it's just 420. It's making us. <laughs> I know you're right. It is making us. It's it's in the air. All right. So Amazon customers one star review subject yeah. is one star, and the review is grandkids wanted the cartoon version. <laughs> oh my god, Amazon customer. Well, if grandkids wanted the cartoon version, then maybe you should have paid more attention before you bought this one. Exactly. All right. <sighs> I'm gonna. Bibbity bobbity boop you into a one, that like pumpkin thing that Cinderella rides <laughs> in with. Were, what? I thought you were going to strap me to Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I have such amazing nostalgia for the Brandy version. Like that is my preferred Cinderella. So I just, well, as soon as anyone says that, I automatically picture Brandy in my head. So I think I just stopped listening. <laughs> you did. No, I'm going to put you in the pumpkin, you know, with your fairy godmother so that you can come out in your beautiful gown looking stunning. Don't lose your shoes again, please. It's possible. <laughs> Things are happening every day. Is that it? It's possible. All right. I Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, but then she's saying it is but possible. But then it is in the end. Because of, of Whitney. Right. All right. All right. Right. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Let's do it. It is possible that you'll win this merry-go-round. I believe in you, Trey. So let's. Thank you. Let's get it spinning. Come on, pumpkin. Here we go. Yes. Three, two, one, go. TLC reality show. Grandkids wanted the cartoon version. 
Adult film. The Rand kids wanted the cartoon version of breaking news. Grandkids wanted the cartoon version. Courtroom drama. Grandkids wanted the cartoon version. Rom-com. <laughs> Grandkids wanted the cartoon version. <laughs> WWE. Grandkids wanted the cartoon version. That's all. Good job, Trey. I don't know why that felt. I mean, I do know why that felt so <laughs> gross. Wanting even adult film. <laughs> Good job. Oh my god. Good job. Good job, Trey. That's six. That's six for you, Trey. Good work. Yay! All right, Chelsea. What is your one star zinger today? Okay. So my one star zinger is from the modern day Snuggie called The Comfy. Yes. It's very comfortable. Would you this call review, it comfy? I would call it comfy. This review is written by Unhappy. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> it is obviously a one-star review. Subject, wrong color. And then the review is, I received the wrong color. And then it has the like hand to the face emoji. So I guess I'm going to have to. So I guess every time I say my thing, I'm going to have to hand to the face. All right. Another plug for Patreon. If you aren't on Patreon, you're going to ha- you're <laughs> Now gonna you're going to miss my hand to the face. I'm going to slap myself. Yeah, don't slap yourself. All right. Well, then right. in that case, I'm going to strap you into one of those poop emoji pillows. Okay, great. Love it. All right, here we go. That's it. Three, two, one, go! Spy. I received the wrong color. Yankee. I received the wrong color! Breaking news. (laughs) I received the wrong color! Auctioneer. (laughs) I received the wrong color! I will see the rock I don't film. I will see the rock I will. That's all. Look at the red I am. Oh my god! I matched to the mic. I couldn't even. I couldn't even say Shakespeare. (laughs) (laughs) The emoji really added the... Oh my God, the emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, God, I'm like, I have to go on a hunt for emoji ones now. (laughs) Two, four... So that was definitely six. You definitely okay. got six. But okay. I feel like uh, you were about to do Shakespeare, but I couldn't say it. That's okay. We'll just take the tie. We'll take the tie. Oh, my God. Let's take uh, the tie, Jay. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was a fun round. Review that review. Goodness. All right, we are back from that giggly game break, and it is your turn, Trey. Where is your review from this week? Okay, so I have a very interesting show departure review today. Oh, wow. Okay. This was sent to us by a listener. Okay. Unfortunately, I don't remember who. Okay. I should have made a note, and I didn't. I also have another review that I've yet to do that was also sent by a listener, I did make a Facebook status months ago, and the only person to like it was Chelsea. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So this is a Instagram comment review of... Wait, what? Okay. The shop. 
Nasty Gal left in the comment section of Nasty Gal's Instagram account. Copy. Okay. So this is by an Instagram user named Bella B for Nasty Gal. And here is Bella B's review. And I'm just going to save my voice. This entire review is written in all caps. Okay. If you actually want to receive your orders, I do not suggest ordering anything from at Nasty Gal. I ordered two items on November 15th and FedEx has yet to receive the items as of November 25th. After them telling me all week, my delivery day was today whole time there's been no delivery date. FedEx gets to my house around 10 a.m. 10 a.m. has came and went and now nothing. I inquired today and at Nasty Gal is telling me I have to wait until December 16th. Now, on a day when I should be celebrating, I am wasting an hour of my day trying to figure out e-hat to wear after spending an extra $250 a few days ago on options. Money I did not have to spend had at Nasty Gal not had such a trifling shipping procedure. I will never, ever, ever order from here again. And if you go look in their comments, you can see others having the same issue. Hashtag bad business. Hashtag do not shop here. Hashtag bad reviews. Hashtag bad rating. Hashtag stay away. Hashtag never shop. Hashtag nasty gals do it better. Edited. Wait, what? Nasty girls do it better. I mean, not in this case. Maybe Bella B did that on purpose. Because maybe that's their like their shops like, or maybe they're like nasty girls do it better. Have you ever heard of Nasty Gal? I've heard of Nasty Gal because I was obsessed with the show on Netflix called Girl Boss. That's mm-hmm. all about the founder of Nasty Gal. Oh, yeah. So you've never shopped at Nasty Gal? No, have you? I've been to the one that's in West Hollywood. It's right where that. So there's um, like stores now because it used to be like an eBay type thing. Oh, no, it's like a shop. Oh, there's one. I don't know how many there are. There's one right by that Alfred's. You know where that diamond is on? Like, yeah, it's yeah. right there. It's right. We went to Alfred's and then yeah. my niece wanted to go to go there. Oh, interesting. All right. So, okay. So I, you know what I find very interesting anecdotally? Does the FedEx person come to your house at the same time every day? I don't know. I don't think I'd ever I be able know. to say it's 10.01 and had the FedEx guy, you know, been here on his regular scheduled route, he would have been here already by 10 a.m. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't think I have that kind of... I've had packages delivered in the morning, in the afternoon, yeah. in the evening. I thought that was a little bit odd. Also, it's been 10 days. Like, they yeah. ordered the items on the 15th, and now it's the 25th. So it's been 10 days. I mean... I guess I feel like most standard shipping is like I mean that's a lot of time. I mean for it to ultimately be taking over a month is is infuriating a little bit, don't you think? 
Yeah, so I do think taking a month is is exceptionally long. But the fact that it's only been ten days and there's been no progress that I that would upset me. Yeah, it would. I don't know that I would go to Instagram and. Yeah, I think Instagram is a very interesting forum to go to. I've known people to go to Twitter. Yes, but I think especially going to the Instagram comments, it just makes me wonder. How likely is it that Nasty Gal is going to see this comment? What are they commenting on in the first place, right? Like, how is this comment analogous to the post itself? So it is just on a random photo. And, but I actually think it's an interesting place to go because all of these airplane companies, like, as soon as you complain on Twitter and you at them, there's a customer service person that is immediately like, please accept my request. I will DM you privately. We'll take care of this immediately. Yeah, but I feel like that's because, okay, if I was like at Delta, you messed up, whatever, and I like wrote something really mean about Delta. Then if I went on to Twitter and I searched the word Delta, it is possible that your review, rather your tweet, might come up. So like right. now this is directly associated with your company, at very least in the mentions. Interesting. So I feel like that makes sense to me that if you're gonna I'm gonna put you on blast on Twitter. This I feel like it's so easy to get lost in the comments. We're a little bit wasting our breath in this forum, I think. Don't you? You know, now that you say that, that does sort of shift my opinion here. Because I thought this was like a really clever and smart way to go about getting some sort of attention from the company. But I am starting to think like... Does it show you if anybody's like liked it or replied? So this was sent to us two hours after the person wrote it. Okay. And there's no, there's no attention on it. Okay. So, but I don't remember when this was sent to me. But oh, November 25th is when it was sent to me. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't but, really seem like it's garnering much attention. But Nasty Gal's Instagram account is verified. They have 10,000 posts and they have 4.8 million followers. Yeah. So I do imagine that there is a social media team. And I do imagine that they are constantly Checking. scheduling and making posts. So I do think that this could get lost very easily and 50 50 i do think maybe the social media team would find this and yeah you know choose how to engage i just think it's a little bit hard for me to assess the impact here you know because mm. nobody that's like having a problem deciding whether or not to purchase something is going to go to this particular post and look through the comments before deciding whether or not they should they should make a time-sensitive order with Nasty Gal. I just don't know that the audience that's meant to see this review and learn from this interaction is going to actually learn from this interaction. So, Well, I think that's an interesting point because the whole Twitter thing and the whole Instagram, I do think even though Bella B begins the review with, if you actually want to receive your orders, don't shop here. I don't think that going to these platforms is to help other people. I think it is only to get your situation addressed, which I don't really have a judgment call on either way. But but no, this conversation is highlighting, I think there's less longevity in the impact on Instagram specifically. And who knows, like maybe Bella B then went on to like write a trust pilot review, went on to, I mean, we don't know, but we have to just grade it as if Bella has only written this review as an Instagram comment, unfortunately, for for maybe my assessment of Bella. So like the spelling and grammar is terrible because yeah. it's basically 
There are a couple of periods, but it's a lot of commas. Oh, you said all caps lock. There is nothing that is lowercase except for at nasty gal and then all of the hashtags. So spelling grammar is it's literally just a rant. I mean, and presumably their caps lock button wasn't stuck then if they were able to write the hashtags and right. It's definitely a stylistic choice. I just can't tell if this is like common or fluky. Like I, I don't think that any business could survive if if they always took a month to deliver things. So it does make me think like something happened for this specific order. Also the whole like emotion about I'm supposed to be celebrating today because I have all these options, but that's not happening because you're a trifling shipping procedure. I don't understand. Do you think that Bella's in the red hat society or whatever it is? Like those people that wear the the purple dresses and the red hats and she's very upset. No, this is like literally a 19 or 20 year old. Okay. I can see her picture. All right. So it's not, yeah. So, I, I was a little confused with that section, right? So all of this is happening over a hat. Wait, it's really funny to me. Are they wearing a hat? To imagine a red hat society lady <laughs> shopping at Nasty Gal. <laughs> oh my God. With the purple bow. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So why do we need a hat? A, a hat? What? A hat? Was it not a hat? You said hat. No. I wrote down hat. Oh, because the it's a typo. They say trying to figure out what e h a t instead of saying the word what they wrote e h a t. So I said he hat. Oh, I thought they were saying <laughs> trying to figure out what, <laughs> figure hat, out to what wear. hat to wear. And I was like, why are you so upset about what hat to wear? Oh, it's not <laughs> no. a hat. Okay, no, well, it's that a really typo. changes everything. All right, so all right, <laughs> fine. So it's not a hat. Where does the $250 come in? Because it seems that Bella B is presenting the case. So they purchased a bunch of options to, for what to wear and aren't able to select powerfully because this item hasn't come. So now they don't have the, all the options present. Oh, Jesus and Christ. So now they're a victim. They've been victimized by FedEx's oh shipping God. delay. All right. So That's... so here's the... So he, this is the scenario. Bella B has purchased... $250 worth of options of whatever item this is. Let's say it's a, mm-hmm. a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so $250 worth of hats. So then we have five of our options, but the one option that we ordered from Nasty Gal is not a part of our option selecting process. So we're very angry, even though we have five other options. I, I think I'm sort of making that up. I don't know if the options are only from Nasty Gal or if the options are from Nasty Gal, Forever 21, right. H&M, Pussy Poppin', Girls, Wet Seal. Right. I don't right. know. I don't know that store, but <laughs> yes to the others. Okay. I think that what we're getting at, yes, I understand that you're upset because your item was delayed. Ugh, we've all been there. I hate that. That's the worst. The frustration of that is not lost on me, and and I've definitely been there. So, Bella B, feel you on that. Where I'm losing Bella B is I'm I'm a little bit lost in the emotion of why we need this item and why we need it now, right? Now, I think if we do order an item, we expect it within a reasonable time frame. But I think that Bella B is adding an element to the review of 
immediacy. Like I need this right now. Like this is this is a time sensitive. Time sensitive. I can understand that. That's frustrating. Like this was my first choice, and now I had to go to a store and buy other things that I didn't really want to wear. But I I can't be positive that that's the point. It does seem like maybe Bella B left out that there's like a something to be celebrating because it comes across like this is a day when I should be celebrating. Right. But but they never say like, what are they celebrating? Because there was an event or are you just highlighting like you were supposed to be so happy because this was due to arrive today and it's not right. And like your happiness is like when the FedEx man comes at 10 a.m. Right. With a package. I gotta say, I love the word trifling. I don't think we use it enough. I only know it really from bills, bills, bills. Yes. (laughs) I wonder what happened after this comment was left. I guess that's like what I'm left wondering because squeaky wheel, as we were saying, interesting, always gonna applaud ingenuity. Yeah, right? agreed. Since we will never know the yeah. outcome, what is the impact for you? Would this keep you from going into the store? Or would this keep <sighs> you from ordering a delivery from them? Again, assuming that I was thinking about buying... I mean, there's a lot of assumption here. I was thinking about buying a product, so I decided to check out their Instagram page. I landed on this particular post. I scrolled down to the thing and I read this. If all of those things happened, would I then not order from them? I don't know. I think I just wouldn't order anything that was super time sensitive. Yeah. Nasty all definitely flubbed up here. I agree. But I just don't know how effective this is. But I think I'm ready to crown Bellaby. Yeah, me too. I'm racking my brain here. But let's go ahead and crown. Let's do it. The queens are tabulating. Total school. All right. I'm holding up one and a half crowns. Trey's holding up two crowns. I'll go first. I'm holding up one and a half crowns because I feel you, Bellaby. There is a lot of frustration in not receiving the item on time, especially when you're excited about it. I've been there. I just don't know that your voice is going to be heard here. And I don't know that you're reaching an audience that could then benefit from your experience either. And your spelling and grammar wasn't great. And you held the caps lock. And so for those reasons, I did have to give you one and a half crowns, unfortunately. But I'm validating your pain and your experience. Why, why two crowns from you, Try. I gave two crowns because I like the ingenuity of trying Instagram. Yeah. But I don't know, when I am scrolling social media and I see an all caps comment, I instantly ignore it because exactly. I just don't have time. Yeah, it's like, me too. There's so much um, craziness that goes on in the comments. But I appreciate that Bella B wants attention for the wrongdoing. And I have been there and I feel that. Yes. But ultimately, I'm not sure that this is going to have a lasting impact on me. As I'm shopping at Nasty Gal. As yes, as as you frequently do. I love their hats. Yes, I love their hats as well. <laughs> so two crowns for Bellaby. Okay. All right, Queen. We have reached the most regal portion of our show. Chelsea, who are you going to induct this week for My Royal Highness? I'm gonna specify it to mine, but I'm gonna open it up to all. So my nest thermostat. Really all the Nest thermostats. It's really just changed my life. If you don't know what a Nest thermostat is, it is a luxury Mm -hmm. that allows you to change the temperature, turn on your air conditioner, turn on your heat, really from anywhere from your phone. So let's say it was like 
a hundred degrees outside and you were driving home and you're like, oh my God, my house is going to be a sauna. You could literally turn your air conditioner on from your car in that moment so that when you get home, your house is like chilled to perfection for you. I mean, what a luxury. My life has been changed. I'm lazier, but I'm more comfortable. And so for that reason, I wanted to induct Nest thermostats as my royal highness and i don't know if they're still yes and i don't know if they're still doing this but when we got our nest thermostat we actually got it for free because it was a part of an initiative in california to save energy so look into it because you might be able to get one for free just saying very interesting we actually don't have the nest system but a very good friend does, and they talk about that nest constantly. So I hear oh. how impactful it is. Every day. Mazel tov nest. Mazel to nest. All right, we All did right, it. Chelsea, here we are. That's another round on the RUARQ yeah. Ferris Wheel of 420 Life. Yes. Puff, puff, pass. Thank you for joining <laughs> us today. If you like what you heard, Pass that along to a friend. Let them know. Share. Sharing is caring. Sure. And if you didn't like what you heard, (laughs) puff, puff, pass, and tell an enemy. Join our mailing list to stay up to date with the goings on in the queendom at reviewthatreview.com or click the link in our show notes below. It's so easy. You can also hit up our voice mailbox, 1-850-REVIEW-0. Let us know. Do you agree? Do you disagree with our assessments today? Do you have complaints? You can follow us on all the socials at The Review Queens and I'm at Chelsea BD. And I'm at Trey Gerald. On today's After Show Pod, we are rating and reviewing... A one-star review from Amazon for the My Friend Jesus plush. I was biting my tongue the whole time earlier in the episode when we were talking about <laughs> I Jesus. I was really Jesusing a lot. Um, we're also wow. going to talk about my sticky note, mortifying, horrifying boardwalk experiences where you think you're with your family and you're a youth <laughs> and you actually aren't. So to find out oh what God. made Chelsea say... Oh, hello. That's like Jason Momoa as Jesus. Oh, I like that, Jesus. And to find out what made Trey say... It's not worthless, but it is definitely worth less. Then join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash review that review. You can hear our special members only after show podcast. And watch our funny video clips like when Chelsea literally turned me into a beat red cabbage <laughs> from our miracle round face palm and remember ignore the haters you're a queen gender non-specific queen bye bye face palm <laughs> <laughs> Review That Review is an independent podcast. Certain names have been redacted or changed to protect the guilty. Executive produced by Trey Gerald and Chelsea Don with editing and sound design by Trey Gerald. With voiceover talents by Eva Kaminsky, our cover art was designed by Logo Vora, and our theme song was written by Joe Kanozian and sung by Natalie Weiss. Um, Trey? Oh, wait, no, that's not you. Oh, shoot. I can't believe I did that. <laughs> How embarrassing. What? <laughs> wait, why? I don't get it. Wait, I, what's happening? <laughs> I don't I don't get the joke. <laughs> Can you answer me? Hello? <laughs> I was pretending like 
I thought that you were sitting next to me, but you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you pretend that? <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> no, we was we were saying about how like when you were on the boardwalk and you thought that somebody was your dad. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! I I just did not get that at all. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs>